Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. It is June 14th. Hope uh, your week is off to a great start. The markets, however, are not off to a great start as we saw another big red day yesterday. We see interest rates going up, oil going up this morning. Um, just uh, futures are a little green. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, let's remember that there's only one thing that you and I can control when it comes to our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have in your portfolio. A lot of times we don't know what amount of risk we need to have. That's why we developed our core retirement design to help people design the retirement they always dreamed of by helping them look at the risks they have and making sure it lines up with the amount of risk they can handle. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. It's that simple. It's that easy. It's that non-threatening, folks. Just give us a call at 863-382-0037. With that, we got Dave coming up next. some bad blood on Wall Street. Gosh, there sure was a lot of it yesterday. Let's see what's going on this morning with you and your money. As usual, we're going to go down to Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler and find out what his take was on the bloodbath yesterday. I got a sneaking hunch he's got the same case of stinking thinking I do this morning. Philip, I guessing right? Yeah, it was definitely a terrible day yesterday. I mean, you put that, that was Monday, right? You put that with Friday. I mean, that was some pretty bad numbers. Uh, yep, and the headline news at the end of the day yesterday was the Standard & Poor's 500 is officially now into bear territory, which, yeah, you and I have been kicking this around. I've always said it's an arbitrary number. 20% down defines a bear market. But the bottom line is when people talk about things, self-fulfilling prophecy starts happening. And now all the top-of-the-hour consumer news reports are saying, whoa, we're in a bear market. So now we've got one additional level of pressure downward on all of the major indexes. Well, that, that's right. And, and now we add, I mean, I think some insult to injury here because the NASDAQ was already before, I mean, before I think uh, Friday was down 30% from its high. And now Do I want to know how bad it was. Yeah, what are we I, at I now? I don't, I haven't added those two numbers together yet, but I mean, it was down another 4.6% yesterday and uh, Friday it was down somewhere, what, three or 4%. So that's getting us down pretty close to being down 40%. That was kind of the number I was looking at. The peak was up above 18. It's at 10,809 to start the morning. So all I can think of is, yeah, that's bumping our schnozzes on a 40% dip in the NASDAQ. To uh, quantify the bloodbath yesterday, the Dow fell 876 points. Destin P fell 500, fell 151. NASDAQ was down 531. Uh, the winner, quote and unquote, of the three was the Dow. That 876 points down was only 2.79%. You mentioned the NASDAQ was down 4.7%. There's just absolutely no way of putting a, a, a smiley face on a number like that, is there? Yeah, there's really not, Dave. There's just nothing uh, positive in the numbers we're seeing here. Now we are getting a little bit of bounce this morning, but like you said, before we went on the air, uh, that bounce isn't enough to make up for uh, what we're seeing. So for what we saw yesterday or Friday. 
pretty dang unimpressive bounce. I'm seeing two digits on the Dow after we lose 800 and some odd points yesterday. We're still going to be 800 down across the two days if it held like that, and we get that close to zero. But in the pre-market, one bad thing can send us down, and uh, oh gosh, we get a government data dump on the first day of a Federal Reserve meeting as to which they're going to decide when they decide interest rate numbers and the producer price index. This is the precursor to what we're going to pay. Up eight-tenths of a percent last month. That makes our annual rate for the producer price index up 10.8%. And even when you get rid of food and fuel, it's still up 6.8% in the last year. And uh, i got to believe that makes the uh, possibility of a three-quarter of a point interest rate increase much more likely. And you kind of used a dirty word when we were talking earlier. You were thinking there's even a possibility that he go a full point, huh? I mean, I, I think the possibility is out there, Dave. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the numbers and and just reading a couple opinion pieces, and and, and obviously it's always a possibility. We hope not, but um, I'd be happy with just a half a percent right now. To uh, I, I think a half a point would be good news, and we might see a bounce if that comes about. That would be a big help. We'll find out again, just to clarify for everybody, tomorrow afternoon at 2 p.m. So all we're doing is speculating right now. If there's one organization used to think the Supreme Court was the most secure organization in the country. No, the Federal Reserve is. There ain't no leaks coming out of Federal Reserve meetings whatsoever, are there? No, they're, they're not. There there has not been any. And um, not until we get the, you know, the press conference from uh, Mr. Powell himself on uh, tomorrow afternoon do we find out anything. Is he going to do a full press conference again, or is it just going to be a release? I mean, i got to think that he's going to have a really rough press conference if he shows up in front of the press after doing a three-quarters or a full-point interest rate increase. My schedule says that he is doing a news conference. Ooh, that, 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 that could be something that I'd modify my schedule in order to watch just to see whether or not the reporters can – throw rotten vegetables as uh, fast as uh, some reporters can. Bottom line is we're starting out without a lot of really good news and a really modest dead cat bounce this morning out of the indexes. Do we have any good news out of the uh, – oh, wait, you did have some other stuff going on. We've got a, uh, we, we've got a problem with the Bitcoin market too, don't we? We do, we do. Uh, Coinbase uh, made an announcement that they're laying off 18% of their workforce – uh, so I dug a little deeper to see what that meant in terms of 18%. What is that? Well, um, they have 5,000 full-time workers. And so uh, 18% is going to be somewhere around 1,100 people that uh, are going to get downsized out of, uh, out, of, out of Coinbase. And so that's uh, putting pressure on them. Obviously, earlier they were down as much as uh, 5%, but uh, they continue to uh, battle because of, you know, Bitcoin going down, all the cryptocurrencies are going down. Um, a matter of fact, they continue to go down today, Dave. I was pulling up some mm-hmm. numbers just to see where they were. And uh, crypto is, well, it's bounced back up earlier. Just, a, I mean, before you and I got on the phone, it was below 22,000. Um, mm-hmm. It has creeped up, but it, it's down almost 4% right now. Yeah, the close last night, it broke through 27,000 on the low end, and they were saying that was the support level. And one of the places I was reading said the next support level down is 20,000 for Bitcoin. And if it makes it through there, I'm not seeing a support level above 10,000 when that happens. So, I mean, the crash is starting to continue on cryptocurrency, too. It ain't just equities that are going to heck in a handbasket. No, it's it's everything. You know, it's everything's falling 
Uh, we do see bonds heading up, though. I was looking at the 10-year. 10-year bond is up to, uh, uh, well, it closed yesterday almost at 3.33, basically at 3.3%. It's down a little bit now to 3.3, but not a huge reduction. Now, we do have an inversion in process. I've got delayed quotes here, so I'm probably wrong, but I'm showing the uh, five-year Treasury note with a higher yield right now than the 30-year Treasury note, and that starts getting to be one of those numbers that draws attention from the heavy-duty investors. That's right. I mean, anytime we see inversions, um, it is just one of those uh, data points that people look at and because it, it starts to indicate that there's a re- recession on the horizon. Yep. And you mentioned yesterday, this is one of those times in which none of the rules of thumb work. Equities go to heck in a handbasket. You expect commodities to go through the roof. Or you expect to see people running to buy bonds. Instead, they're selling bonds and the yield is going up. Equities are in the can. Uh, nobody's buying anything. And I, uh, one, of the, one of the tip sheets I was reading says, hey, try, try investing in baseball cards. It's your best shot right now. <laughs> Maybe I better dig one out. Maybe I you're, better you're dig not, one out and see what they're worth now. Yeah, you're not rec- you're not recommending baseball cards, are you? <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow had you pictured as not being that adventurous or crazy, for that matter. Uh, we did have one uh, company report that came out at the end of the market last night, and believe it or not, it's actually some good news. I gather it, it is. So we had uh, really the only thing that reported uh, that anybody would have recognized the name of was Oracle. Um, and Oracle, they, they came out, they beat um, better than expected on profit and revenue uh, for its la- last quarter. Uh, they see strong demand for their cloud software, uh, which is good news for them. They're, uh, they're really seeing, um, you, you know, this, this whole transitory thing between people working at home and people working uh, at the office, kind of this hybrid workplace. Uh, they're seeing more and more transition towards that which is also giving them some, some optimism there. So they're trading up today 13%. And that's about the only really bit of good news that I see on my pre-market trading, too. Oracle's on top of my big winner list, and everybody else, the ones that are positive are, you know, 2 2.5%. Nobody's really impressive this morning. On the other hand, there are some impressive dips until after following yesterday, 45 minutes before we open. What are we looking at this morning? Dave, we are getting a nice little bounce right now. The Dow is up uh, 168 points. That's a little over a half a percent. The S&P 500 is up almost 26, which is up almost seven-tenths of a percent. And the NASDAQ 100 is up 119, which is a little over 1%. So everything's got some good solid green. The question is, can it follow through? And, uh, and what happens tomorrow when the Fed comes out? On the that's, a big cha- that's, a, that's a big change from my delayed quotes, too. Evidently, that means the 830 report in the producer price index coming in rotten, but as expected, was considered good news, huh? Yep, I believe so. Yep, I think that's what hmm. they're looking at there. And then uh, the commodity side, we're seeing silver take a little bit of a bounce. Not much. It's less than a tenth of a percent. And then uh, gold is still down a half a percent. Crude oil, though, Dave, is uh, moving exponentially up. It's up 1.2% to a little over $122 a barrel right now. Good Lord in heaven. 
overseas markets. The uh, Asian rim sometimes looks upon the United States uh, problems as a zero-sum game, so the Asian rim, for the most part, was up over the night uh, for the nighttime hours. Europe, on the other hand, more dependent upon us. They're all off fractionally today, looking at what happened to us over the last couple of days and wondering where the other shoe's going to drop. Somebody needs some stability and some advice, and uh, not to have an investment advisor recommend baseball cards in your IRA. How do I find you to get some solid advice, Philip? Devin, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Hey, give us a call. Let's walk through our core retirement design. We offer a 30-minute free uh, core retirement design phone consultation where we make sure you're on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, all you have to do is call us at 863-382-0037. Or you can catch us this weekend on the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 95.3 FM. And a report again here tomorrow morning as to what's affecting you and your money and what the rumors might be coming out of the Federal Reserve. I'll see you then, Philip. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Thank you, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope your week goes well. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.